I'm staring wide-eyed as Seattle shows me her beauty in the dark. I've always been a sucker for a mystical skyline, flashing lights in the night sky. And with Seattle, the fall is hard, sweet, and instant. A deep, familiar pull starts in my gut. My heart begins to pump, slow, then with feeling. I'm the breathless teenager face-to-face with her secret crush. Only, this is a city, not some pretty teen boy. Attention passengers, this is your captain speaking. Please fasten your seatbelts. We are beginning our initial descent. Welcome to Prepare for Landing, a podcast about the transformative nature of travel. I'm your host and captain, Sierra Turner. Each episode, I chat with guests about how travel truly changed their lives, and I ask if they were prepared to land, not in a different city, but as a different person. Welcome back, passengers, to the last flight of this season, and we will be ending with my narrative on the moment travel truly changed my life. Can you believe that this is the last episode of the season? It's kind of surreal for me. I never really thought I would ever be able to say I have a season of a podcast out, but now I can officially say that. It's kind of, kind of, it makes me want to freak out a little bit. But thank you guys for flying with me. Thank you for every journey. Thank you for every download. Thank you for every review, every subscription, every comment left on Instagram. I could not have done this without you. I mean, I guess I could fly a plane by myself, but it's really more exciting with passengers. So thank you. Before we go into my narrative, I must shout out my media network, Happy Accidents Media. So as always, Prepare for Landing is a part of Happy Accidents Media Podcast Network, where finding us isn't a mistake, it's a happy accident. I do encourage all of you to visit our website and social media, and that'll be Happy Accidents Media, no matter where you go, Instagram, Facebook, even the website, happyaccidentsmedia.com, for more amazing shows and content. I don't have a travel tip this week. Just some general reminders and information that have come up over the last few days. For those of you who are interested in getting vaccinated, Krispy Kreme is giving away free donuts. I think one free donut when you show up to their establishment with proof that you have been vaccinated. So you need the card. The other thing with vaccination passports, I've been hearing some rumors that when they start making vaccination passports or if locations begin to require proof of vaccination before entry, you won't be able, and this is for my American viewers like myself, you won't, or listeners, you won't be able to use the white vaccination cards that the CDC has issued. You will need a yellow vaccination card, which comes from the WHO, World Health Organization. Why? Because it's the world health organization, as opposed to just the Centers for Disease Control, which is only an American-based agency. So I definitely would encourage you guys to look out for that. If I hear more about it, I will definitely let you know. 
All right. Oh, and as always, please sure that you check for local advisories and travel restrictions no matter where you go because they do change quite often. New York is about to get rid of their restrictions. So, you know, just different changes altogether that happen at the drop of a hat. And I guess without further ado, I'm going to lead you all into the final narrative of this first season of Prepare for Landing, which is the moment that travel truly changed my life. Seattle, 2018. I am nervous. Funny because at this point, I've been to 10 different cities, survived my phone dying in the middle of a theme park, rented a car all by myself. And tasted food so good, my soul is still singing. Yet, flying above the Rocky Mountains, I am nervous. I'm watching the sunset 30,000 feet in the clouds. And all I keep thinking about is landing in Seattle for the first time. Like, this trip makes everything I've done in the last nine months more real. Actually, I'm more than a little upset that I've lost an entire day in the air. But that's another story. Lulled by the humming of the plane, I watch sunset blur into dusk, then night. That's when I see the first glimpse of her. Squirming in my seat, I try to peek between dark clouds, desperate to catch more before landing. She teases me, golden yellow street lights and rolling blue. She almost laughs as I unsuccessfully try and peer through black clouds to see her. No luck, just flashes of light, then darkness. Another 20 minutes, and we're at the airport. Another 30, and I'm hotel-bound, listening to a chatty Lyft driver attempt to give me all the best Seattle has to offer along the way. But I'm not listening. I'm staring wide-eyed as Seattle shows me her beauty in the dark. I've always been a sucker for a mystical skyline, flashing lights in the night sky. And with Seattle, the fall is hard, sweet, and instant. A deep, familiar pull starts in my gut. My heart begins to pump, slow, then with feeling. I'm the breathless teenager face-to-face with her secret crush. Only, this is a city, not some pretty teen boy. She's not flashy. Studying the skyline rolling above me, I'm struck with this fact. Seattle doesn't put on a show. Instead, she gives you bold necessity and form. Every building has a purpose, a function. And something about this makes my heart turn over in my chest. I'm half tired and whole hungry. But when we pull up to the West End, all I think about is walking around the city, raising my hands in the Seattle air. Mind you, it's February and freezing. But I don't seem to mind. Sure enough, 10 minutes later, after I'm settled in the room, I'm back out, gloved, hands raised. Walking half a block down the street, I look longingly at the neighboring building. Tall, almost arching in regal ascent, I search for the neon name at the top of the building. Sadly, I'm too short and it's too high. Still, I smile, vapor exhaling from my lips. Actually, I grin wildly and have to stop myself from jumping up and down. I'm staring at Christian Gray's home, where the red room is hidden on the penthouse floor. I see Anastasia roaming through the suite, 
mouth open wide and heart racing. I hear a whip crack and a sharp command. And then I laugh at myself because, oh my God, Fifty Shades of Grey is part of the reason I came. The next morning, I wake to snowy skies, flurries falling like wishes. And eager to grab mine, I get dressed. Leggings, thick sweater, socks and snow boots, long scarf, hat and coat. Did I mention it was freezing? So freezing, I can only take three pictures before my fingers numb up. I walk several blocks from the hotel, drawn by distant foghorns and chatter. When I come up to Pike Place, I stand in the moment before snapping the photo. Still surreal to see images I've only ever seen in books and movies. And as I wander through the market, I catch sight of water. This walk is slow, deliberate almost, dramatic. I take my first look at the Puget Sound. Now I see McDreamy smiling lovingly at Meredith Gray as he waxes poetica about how much he loves ferry boats. I hear the chaos of an emergency room, residents scrambling for surgeries or searching for on-call rooms. And once again, I laugh because Gray's anatomy is another reason I came. Staring at the calm waters, I suddenly realize why Seattle is different. Why she makes my heart dance and my soul sing. It's not cheesy erotica novels or incredibly good medical dramas. It's not Twilight or even standing in the birthplace of grunge. She's the first city I visited on my own that I'd only ever dreamt about. The first city I'd only been to in my head, finally made real. I am standing in a dream, only I'm not sleeping. And I know I am living in the best version of myself. The woman who creates the life she never even knew she could have. Flash forward two years, ten states, and four countries later, every time I stare at the tattoo on my right forearm, black ink showing the latitude and longitude of Emerald City, I'm reminded of that moment on the Puget Sound. I'm still that woman, and I am forever changed. You can follow Prepare for Landing on Instagram at Prepare for Landing Pod. No space, no dot, no underscore. You can also find weekly travel tips and updates on my Instagram page. If you like today's episode, don't forget to follow, subscribe, and for all of my listeners on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave a review. Let me know what you think. Stay safe, passengers, and I hope to fly with you again soon.